Hey guys, I am so excited to share and read out of Titus today. Let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this beautiful day. We just ask that you would open our eyes, open our ears, God, to hear your truth and apply it to our lives, God, that we may be more fruitful for the kingdom and that we may be obedient, Lord, and committed to your word and your truth to live this life, to fulfill the commission that you've sent us out to fulfill. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So I, I just want to read out of Titus because it is just amazing. Y'all, this is amazing. Paul, a bondservant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word through preaching, which was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior, to Titus, a true son in our common faith, Grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Verse 5. For this reason, I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking, and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination, for a bishop must be blameless, as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but hospitable, a lover of what is good, sober-minded, just, holy, self-controlled, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine, both to exhort and convict those who contradict. Wow. Wow, that is amazing. Verse 10. For there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, uh, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables, and commandments of men who turn from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience are defiled. They, possess, they profess to know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable disobedient and disqualified for every good work. Chapter two. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men may be sober, 
reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. That they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, to chaste homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. Sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you. Exhort bond servants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well-pleasing in all things, not a- answering back, not but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who has ble- who has gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Chapter three, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness, oh, hallelujah, when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. (laughs) Oh, wow. Verse five, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying. And these things I want you to affirm constantly that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men, but avoid 
foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a decisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. When I, Artemis, when I send Artemis to you, or Titicus, be diligent to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Send Zinnius, the lawyer, and Apollos on their journey with haste, that they may lack nothing, and let our people also learn to maintain good works, to meet urgent needs, that they may not be unfruitful. All who are with me greet you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Wow, I love that so much because, gosh, is that just not a beautiful picture of what it looks like to remain in Christ, to walk out humility and good works knowing the righteousness of God, that by his kindness, we have truly the love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts, that the word dwells in us richly. And I just so love that. It's a beautiful illustration of how we are to conduct our lives, how orderly it is to be a part of the kingdom, how important it was in their time to walk out as a group, as a church, the order of humility, to be a leader, to be an elder, how to take care, how to disciple. And I just think now more than ever, we should glean from a moment in time, in times past, where they were trained up by these elders and how they were to engage with one another. And it's just so amazing. And I just hope that today you're encouraged that this is a beautiful picture of what church can look like, of the unity, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility that is sustainability in itself, to know truth 100%, to walk in it, to be empowered by it, to have Holy Spirit's wisdom within us. And I just pray today that wherever you are, that if you're looking for a way to get connected to the church, just ask God to truly allow you to see his truth, to consecrate your body to know him, to seek him, to hear his voice, to know his peace. And I just truly believe that the more that you ask and hunger and thirst, he will truly fill you. And so friends, I just hope that you're encouraged by this Titus reading today. And I hope that you would go forth empowered in your life to walk orderly, to conduct these fruitful characteristics of Christ's nature. And I just thank you so much for joining in. God bless you. We love you. Talk to you soon.